Okay, I'm reading Psalm 3, as soon as I get my glasses together here. There we go. Psalm 3. Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, There is no help for him in God, Selah. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of mine head. I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill, Selah. I laid me down and slept. I awake, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for thou hast smitten all mine enemies upon, thy, upon the cheekbone. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Selah. Okay, we're doing, we're going over Psalm chapter three, and I'm here with Pastor Elliot. Um, anything stand out to you? Uh, yeah, a lot of things uh, in Psalm three stand out. Obviously, this is uh, David. You can see from the title, uh, some of David when he fled from Absalom, his son, son Absalom. Uh, anybody who's read First, uh, Second Samuel uh, in particular could know about uh, you know, Absalom's. Absalom's uh, conspiracy against David. So yeah, obviously that stands out. This is one of the first psalms with this historical title uh, about a like a, this is a real life event. So uh -huh. that's interesting. That stands out. Um, okay, you ready? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So for, uh, I'll just kind of walk through the verses. Is that okay? One Go time. for it. Uh, so first, Lord. Uh, obviously, you could just even if you just take a quick glance, you can see. Uh, him address uh, the Lord uh, by that title. Uh -huh. um, but then first, I, I kind of look at this as like a distress uh, psalm, right? Uh -huh. How how are they increased uh, that trouble me? Uh, so obviously he's got some problems on his hand. And then <laughs> many are they that rise up against me. Uh, many, uh, verse 2, there be which say of my soul. I thought this was interesting. Right. Obviously, the uh, it's not that he's just feels surrounded and that it's intensifying. Mm -hmm. uh, whoever these uh, antagonists are, people that are against him, but uh, I also see this kind of internalized. Right. Mm -hmm. So would say of my soul, there's no help for him in God. So almost you get this sense of intimidating, sense of however this thing is escalating. It's affecting him internally, you know, and I think that like for us, that's when we feel like situations or circumstances are against you, they almost take on this personification, like mm. the universe is conspiring you know, <laughs> against me. The whole world hates uh, me. I'd go through that. And it doesn't just get to my mind. It affects me in my inner, man, it, it throws mm. my inner game off, right? You know, if I become occupied with what's being said about me or anybody who's ever been in the situation where you've had people speaking or talking against you. Uh, it doesn't have to be full outblown conspiracy, <laughs> but, our heads <laughs> but will those go there. things get to our soul, right? That's why you see, like in Ephesians, like the fiery darts of the enemy's words, mm -hmm. they have an impact on our soul. You know, they, they can uh, really cause us distress. So anyways, um, any, the, your, your thoughts in just that part? No, Makes just um, when you said universe against me, I just 
nothing deep. I can be at work and two or three things go wrong and I'd just be like, yep, the computers ate me. <laughs> right. They're all trying to right. kill me. But anyway, yeah. just overdoing no, it. Right. Yeah. Well, go ahead. <laughs> and that's, I no, I like that because it's perception, right? And mm-hmm. a couple of things can go wrong and it shows you where our kind of our mindset can easily go there. You know, it's funny how, like you said, one or two things can happen and all of a sudden my whole day is, oh, my whole day is ruined. Woe is me, you know. <laughs> but I look here, look at his response. Uh, I, I like this because you see the pause, right? The Selah. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it's a kind of a unknown term, they do see it as kind of like a, a musical pause uh, or at least you're pausing to reflect uh, Selah. So I, I think it's interesting there that you have this break that he pauses. Uh, and then I like the response in verse 3, but you... And I, I like it's personal because it's a direct address. You, O oh Lord, are a shield for me, um, my glory and the lifter of mine head. So I, I like this because first there seems to be this uncertainty in the first couple of verses, but then it turns to this confidence, right? So mm-hmm. it's almost like you stop listening to what's going on outside and you turn and you get your focus back on God and it's, now you begin to express who he is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I know these things against me, but you, O oh Lord, you know, he, he's not just in responding to his circumstances, he talks to God. Right. Like, what a cue right. for us to take, right? Mm. Instead of me talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, me. this is it. Oh, Lord, you see oh boy, it's down again. Yeah. <laughs> right? So I like this transition. He's a shield. Uh, and then for me, you know, he's he's personalizing it. My glory, you see the personal pronouns, and the lifter up of my head, you know. Mm-hmm. And it just makes us, you know, if you really know something about David being a man of war, uh, you know, victory, you you could just say that a shield, you need a shield, right? That's so that's that speaks of protection. Mm-hmm, Even those mm-hmm. things are against me. There's a shield that's protection. My glory you get a sense of victory, right? Mm-hmm. You know, David has won some battles too, and the lifter yep. of my head, you know, so he goes from discouragement, despondency to his head being lifted back up in this sense of uh, confidence. I like this too, kind of a, seems almost parallel. I cry to the Lord with my voice, you know. Uh, again, I see that it's so personal. He heard me out of his holy hill, Selah. Mm-hmm. So whatever distance you know and I think sometimes that's how do you close the gap how do you close the distance you cry out to God when things are against you and God mm-hmm. seems which which makes it seem like especially if those things seem insurmountable it seems like God is so far away he's out there somewhere but you close the gap when you cry out to him and and this is it's, it's not I cried in the past it's I will cry so there's like this determination well after I like wait a minute the Lord no, no, the Lord is a protector. He's my Lord. He's the one I can lift my head. Mm. I will cry out to the Lord with my voice. I can't use your voice. I can use my <laughs> voice. Right. With my voice. Mm-hmm. You know, so many times, right, in situations we distress or whatever, we go talk to somebody else, you know. We look for somebody else to yeah. kind of give us some kind of... Mm-hmm. That's right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Speak so, on it. Speak on here it. Here we go. You know, I got to make it light. Um, not that that's, that's too heavy, but it make, it puts me in the mind of your girl who um, who's, <clears throat> whose house was on fire. And um, she went straight to talking to Jesus. You know what I'm talking about. That ain't nobody got time for that. Everybody held on to that part. But she goes, Lord, it's a fire. 
And, and she kept called, saying Jesus' name in that whole whole interview. She said, I, well, she said, I went and got stuff out there real quick, Jesus. You know, just went straight, closed that gap instead of saying, oh, no, it's a fire. All my stuff is gone. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> anyway. No, that's good. That's cool. I like that. Close the gap. That's one of those things that, those little catchy phrases that you yeah. kind of live your life. I'm like, oh, okay, there's a gap there. I need to close it. Yeah. Call on the Lord. Whenever things get crazy, but go ahead. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. That's good. I like that. And and again, that the lady who just saying, I don't I got time for that Jesus and everything she said, Jesus. Yeah. It's easy to take that as kind of like religious or you know she programmed with this, but I do think uh, There's a closing of the gap. <clears throat> your yeah closing the gap in, in your perspective. Uh, yes. Okay, so I, and then I, I like this because right um, there's this confidence that God hears. Mm-hmm. Um, he could have just said, you know, like words or whatever, but man, how personal is that, that he has the confidence that God can hear him uh, out of his holy hill. Now, that you know, I'd have to go look on that and see, you know, is that when David is outside of uh, Jerusalem, right? Because he's on the run from Absalom right. from a while where he's not in, in the capital, in the city, Zion, Jerusalem. Right. Is he looking to that as God, you're here, you know, Remember that in, in that framework, um, God, His presence is in Jerusalem, right? So, so the Holy Hill, which would be Jerusalem, uh-huh. is He seeing like you know, fi- looking at it first physic physically. I'm removed from that place where I would normally cry out to you, where I would normally off make offerings, where I would normally pray. Oh I'm goodness. on the outside of that, but but so- even here, you can hear me. I'm throwing you off. Secondly, <laughs> no, and then secondly, obviously, he could be speaking of his, you know, heavenly hill. But I think here, probably he's thinking Jerusalem and not just heaven. That we right. would typically jump to that. Okay. Now, this is for like religious people. You know what I'm saying? You have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this in order for the Lord to hear you. In order for the Lord to respond, all, that's what I was like. Shout, that's, what, girl. No, that's what you just. That's what I heard you just say. <laughs> that put me, Give it he, back to me now. Because <laughs> right? I was just thinking, you know, how many times people would judge somebody. I remember I was at a church where you couldn't wear open toe shoes. Oh. You couldn't wear red lipstick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, the Lord ain't gonna hear you with all that. Right. But it's like, no. Here is <laughs> right. David. In fear, yeah. running from his own child, right? running outside of Jerusalem, you know, just everything that's like, no, you know, you can't do all that. And God only hears you when you're in Jerusalem because that's where yeah, God is. And da, right. da, da, it just makes him more omniscient, omnipresent, right. um, you know, despite yeah. where you're at yeah. physically, spiritually, whatever. If you cry out to God, that gap is going to close. Yeah. No, that, and David realized that without, you know, having the Holy Spirit, you know, without someone dying for his sins and having the Holy right. Spirit dwell in him. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. go ahead. David, yeah, right. If, if David was with that group of people, he probably would not have been taught to do that, to pray in such a way. Mm. He'd probably be thinking, David, have did you really hear from God? You know, right, this, right, right. this is why you're in this situation. You know? <laughs> Anyways. Right. Um, I, sorry, I didn't mean to go there, but five. <laughs> so he pauses again, right? This holy hill, and he contemplates that. And then I like these. Now, what what is his kind of next uh, action step? I like this. I laid me down uh, and slept. You know, and anybody who's been in distress or it could be um, 
you know, bills to pay. You know, it could be right. other things around you. People are against you or you had a fight with somebody or you know you got to go in and face that boss or you know you mm. got to go in and face that, you know. And it, when you're in those situations, it's, it's the, there's a restlessness that yeah. comes because you don't, you, your, your peace is, you know, done gone across the street or moved across town. <laughs> so you don't feel the sense of peace, mm-hmm. security, which I get, I think, are bigger pieces of what we've been talking about. Peace, security. But sleep, man, it just shows the value. Like, man, when you're in peace, you can sleep. How many people are restless or anxious, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, when things are not going right? You know, you don't, uh, you know, it's like when people say, hey, I'm I'm not going to lose no sleep over it. But but this is not one of those times for David. You know, this is a time where you imagine him, imagine him already having gone without sleep. And so even this right here, I, I there's a certain point where I did. I laid down, I slept. I awaked, and you know what? I'm still here. (laughs) I didn't get dead. You know, I didn't get killed, you know. Um, So I love this, too. This seems so simple, but it kind of reminds me of the Psalm 23. Like, the Lord is leading you. He knows where you, time for you to lay down and rest. Uh But I like this. The Lord sustained me, this confident statement. I will not be afraid of, and then I like this, because of 10,000 thousands of people that have set themselves against me roundabout. Again, you see this further confidence when you recognize that the Lord has sustained you. It's he takes yeah. you kind of like that from faith to faith, you know, like, yeah. oh man, I didn't die yesterday. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I got all this stuff I got to deal with, but I'm, st- I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, a, and, and you see him confronting, dealing with his fear. And I like this. That's why I specifically say confidence. I will not be afraid. Who is he talking to? <laughs> David, you know, I think these these declarations are things that we, sh- you know. Well, when he ran, was he by himself? I know he's praying he's talking to the Lord, but. <laughs> well, we have, do we do have episodes, I'm going to say it like that, are snapshots of he, some of his men of valor are with him. He probably still has a small true but he's he's probably still uh we know there's times he's in a cave hiding you know what i mean we uh if you look at the terrain of uh jerusalem even where you know where he would have gone to there's still moments of probably isolation i don't think he's got a group this is not a small group that he's (laughs) going over this with you know this is not your Small group, group meeting, meeting that he's expressing this <laughs> in. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is a, a time where he has kind of stolen away. Okay. Uh, and these things are, again, very personal. Um, now, later on, obviously, they'd be put in kind of song format. But here, I think he's recollecting on that time where he would have been saying these things to himself. Okay. Uh, notice this. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people who set themselves against me round about. Um... And I like this too. Is keep it simple. You you can change, and your attitude can change, even if your situation hasn't changed. Come on, right? Mm-hmm. So opens up with distress. I'm gonna call on the Lord. He hears me. I trust that He hears me. You know, I'm fatigued to the point I'm worn out. <laughs> I go to sleep. I wake up. He sustained me. I'm not. I'm still here. My circumstances haven't changed, but now I have my, uh, this bold statement like, you know, it hasn't changed, but even if it was 10,000s of people, it's just Absalom. And who knows whatever little party he can get together, you know what I mean? Right, right. I, I don't know that, but I, you, David being a general, he probably has a sense, military general, of sense of how many people could really be after him. Yeah. But then notice he makes this statement 
even if it was more, even if it was mm-hmm. multiplied. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I won't be afraid. Yeah. Anyways, and then again, now I love this because he's not gearing himself up, military man that he is in his background, but it's arise, O Lord, you know, and I think this is, uh, if you pay attention to how he's speaking to God, no God, you change your position. You change your part. You arise. You take action. Save me. And again, you can see how personal it is. Oh, my God. Uh, For you have smitten all mine enemies upon the cheekbone. You've broken the teeth of the uh, ungodly. And, you know, if I studied this, I would take a little bit longer to dive in. But, you know, I think this could be looking David looking back. He's fought a lot of wars. And it uh, could be him reminiscing on how God has dealt with his enemies in the past. That could be the expression. Or it could be a statement of confidence that, you know, because of what I know about you, because I, I'm trusting you to save me, mm-hmm. I'm trusting that it's already like a done deal. Mm-hmm. Now, I think we, we kind of wrestle with both when we're in the middle of those things. Man, but it sure pays to remember how God has delivered you in the past. Yes. And to look for him, you know, mm-hmm. to, to trust based on his track record. He can do mm-hmm. it again, right? He's right. saying, Lord, if you did it before, he, can do it, he can do it again, right? And mm-hmm. if he did it for you, he can, you know, mm-hmm. if he did it for me, he can do it for you. But I know that stretches a bit far, but I don't know, you know, whether he's making this statement off of past confidence or his confidence is so strong that even in the future, God can do this. Yeah. Why can he make a statement? And I think this last one... It's huge because salvation belongs unto the Lord. You know, kind of a few times you probably have this statement. It makes me think of Job, right? We, mm-hmm. Not Job, Jonah. We were just studying, right? Jonah's right. in the belly of the well. But it's very similar, right? He's mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. belly of the well. He's outside of Jerusalem. He's, you know, taking a detour from his mission. Mm-hmm. He's descending into the depths, but it's there. He cries out and trusts that God can hear him. Mm-hmm from the same place, from Jerusalem. Right, I'm trusting right. you can hear me from there. And then mm-hmm. what is Jonah's conclusion? Salvation that. is of the Lord. Wow. Um, so, yeah, and then and I love this, you know, and it's not just him in his own distress. I think this is when we really start to get it too, when we go mm-hmm. through something and our perspective changes and you realize salvation is from God and then thy blessing is upon thy people, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the Israel. Mm-hmm. And so keeping with the historical part of it I think it's it's just good and for us man you know when we realize and kind of regain and can make those statements of trust then we trust you know we have you just have a bigger perspective where you get your eyes off yourself and you really know once you kind of can reclaim or recapture a sense of God's salvation and what he's capable of Mm -hmm. then you know he's not just going to be faithful to you he's going to be faithful to other people you know he's going to be faithful to Israel I can only imagine what's going through his mind as a leader what what about my people and I think it shows something of David's heart too yeah right and how he goes through things it's not just so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. self-oriented but part of what he catches himself when he does and and corrects it it's like you you confess and you repent in a sense it's like you admit it and you change your way because some people can admit and not change their way I heard that today (laughs) I was like ooh Right. Absolutely. You know some people like that. You know a lot of people like that. But right. anyway. No, that's good. I, and I think, you know, I want to leave on a good note, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, this is not like salvation. Like, he's talking about deliverance here. Right. You know? Okay. 
this is not like, are you justified before God? You know, did you say a prayer of confession? That's not what this salvation, this salvation is a real, you know, physical, uh-huh. like he's trusting God to deliver uh, him. And um, yeah, that situation got pretty, I'm thinking out of hand from yeah. when it started. But I know we don't have time to go over all that. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's so deep and it's like, okay, so even with... I would say something that could have been corrected a long time ago, and it wasn't. And I don't know if David confessed any of that. God still heard him. Right. God, and he still he still had faith for God to deliver him from the situation. Right. right. I don't know. We would have to probably read that later. No, but I, I think that's good and a good note to close because it kind of shows like no, regardless of the second circumstances and no matter how hopeless they might seem, mm. our trust and our security is, is still in God. And here's, if I'm going biblical theology, here is someone who was anointed as a king, and the king actually has his own son, you know, like, you know, when all people basically conspire against right. him. And, and you have a king who's exiled from his own people. Mm-hmm. So David experiences exile. And it's just like our, our king, right? In a similarity, a our, yeah, a our king has experienced uh, exile. I'm talking about Jesus now. If I bring it back done. to Jesus, okay, go ahead. he yeah. knows he's he you know he's born as a king, but he he knows what it's like to experience exile, mm. and he cries on the Lord. The same thing you could picture him on the cross. That's Psalm 22. That's a different psalm, but maybe a preview of mm-hmm. when he's surrounded by his enemies. Oh man, God could have saved you. You know, is there any help for him? In Psalm 22, you know. So, again, salvation, deliverance is of, is of the Lord. And it doesn't always look or come. And we, like, you don't hear, like, what happened. You know, this doesn't tell you, like, okay, and everything, you know, ended happily ever after. You know, <laughs> uh, you just you kind of close this psalm with this sense of hope of God's deliverance and okay. then his blessing. So. That was good. Does that help? <laughs> it helps me. <laughs> no, it's good. I enjoy it. This, this is a deep, deep, uh, deep, deep psalm. Okay. Tomorrow, Psalm 4. Welcome to Lunch with T. I'm Tony. T's at home. I am in the parking lot outside my job. Um, Today is Inauguration Day, and I am going to be reading Psalm 9. I forgot my Bible, so I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible that I kept in my locker at work. A lot of these, thous, and those, so bear with me. Psalm 9. I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praise to thy name. O thou most high. When my enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. For thou hast maintained my right and my cause. Thou sattest in the throne judging right. Thou hast rebuked the heathen. Thou hast destroyed the wicked. Thou hast put their name forever and uh, Thou hast put out their name forever and ever. 
O thou enemy, destructions are come to a perpetual end, and thou hast destroyed cities, their memorial is perished with them. But the Lord shall endure forever. He has prepared his throne for judgment. He shall judge the world in righteousness. He shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, has not forsaken them that seek thee. Sing praises to the Lord which dwelleth in Zion. Declare among the people his doings. When he maketh inquisition for blood, he remembereth them. He forgetteth not the cry of the humble. Have mercy upon me, O Lord. Consider my trouble which I suffer of them that hate me, thou that liftest me up from the gates of death, that I may show forth all thy praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will rejoice in thy salvation. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that they made, in the net which they hid in their own foot taken. Let me say that again. Verse 15. The heathen are sunk down in the pit that they made, in the net which they hid is their own foot taken. The Lord is known by the judgment which he executeth. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. Ooh, and then there's a word I can't say. Was it Higajion Silah? The wicked shall be turned into hell in all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord, let not man prevail. Let the heathen be judged in thy sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. Selah. Okay, that was Psalm 9. You all have a good day.